0: give me a hell yeah I said give me a hell yeah What up, everybody? This is Double G for the Fight Game Podcast. Bringing back John Larocca so we can talk about more G One. We weren't sure when we were going to be able to do it again, uh, but uh, just less, just uh, six days later, we're back. So we're going to talk about uh, nights five, six, and seven. We covered the first four nights on our uh, our podcast last week. So if you want to, you want the whole G One um, uh, summary listen to the first show uh and then and then come back uh, and listen to this show we'll go through five six seven we'll set up uh the next uh the next few nights or so um as g1 comes back tonight uh, actually tomorrow as of we're recording this on a, on a Wednesday night um and just John what's up man
1: I'm excited to be back talk some g1 Nice uh, for you. It. it's weird to stay these kind of days off as in like kind of bizarre
0: in a way i don't know i know that was Uh, what that's exactly what i was going to ask you was uh are you missing the lack of g1 we haven't had a show in a few days
1: yeah it was because you know because we were like constantly always you know you and myself and our the heartbreak kid david rubio were always like you know always just texting back and forth about matches so like they kind of got kind of quiet (laughs) (laughs) but this I miss our all interaction, but then, of course, I had to, I had to hit you guys up with. Uh, I watched some Carlos Cologne World Wrestling Council from 1991. <laughs> just so, to
0: get my wrestling fix. So, uh, as we were talking earlier uh, on Twitter today, uh, I, I, I just want people to realize like what type of real wrestling nerds we were as kids. Because when you were talking about the, the Carlos Colon stuff from 91 and then we were talking about also uh, watching a lot of the, the stuff that we could get on ESPN and then obviously WCW and WWE. But you had mentioned that you kind of you got a kick out of watching guys who were not in the two big, big uh, federations. And then we're thinking, like, how can I bring this guy in or should they bring this guy in or like, you know, what, where would this guy fit in? And one of them who we both and, and anybody with half of a wrestling brain would have would have figured this one out is uh, Steve Austin, because Austin was on uh, ESPN um, w- when they had uh, him and Chris Adams and uh, Jeannie Clark and, and Tony Adams. Uh, and and Austin was always in PWI like PWI really took a liking to Austin quickly. I think he won rookie of the year and but he was always in in that magazine. And so I mean both of us were like okay like I can't wait for this guy to get to, you know, WCW or WWF. I think we both realized it was probably going to be WCW if um and in you know what was it it would have been 1991 is that when he would have made his debut in WCW?
1: Yeah, uh, June of nineteen ninety one. He might have been there May, I don't it expensive when they failed the T V, but I mean, as I remember, it was like June of nineteen ninety one. And like he soon won it probably was May actually, if I'm thinking it's probably looking back it probably was May, they probably didn't start airing the matches till you know, June and like he won the T V title on like June fourteenth against Bobby Eaton. So it was pretty it was pretty fast. Like Bobby Eaton didn't have a long run as a WCW Telvin champion after he beat Arn Anderson at Super Bowl on May nineteenth. And why I remember that, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like I thought it was like uh everyone remembers like the Kane movie date or something. I thought it was like something like that. <laughs> oh gosh. Start with that. Um so Austin on his podcast always talks about how when they told him he was beating Bobby Eaton, he was like, Why? Like I don't know it. I don't really know much. And he's like one of the best guys. Like, you know, how am I beating him? Like, how, why am I beating him? But obviously, you know, that was the plan. And he knew he was not the, the young hot guy coming in, but he just always was like, I'm beating Bobby Eaton. Like, really? I was, I was, whatever. you know, he turned Austin turns into, you know, maybe the, the the top one of the top three biggest stars in pro wrestling ever, and as a rookie in WCW, he's like, am I really beating Bobby Eaton? You know, just like a just like a young rookie.
1: Yeah, he's one of the guys I I hit on as my picks growing you know growing up watching because I used to watch like um, of course you know like like I said WCW WWF AWA and then there's also like of course World Class and ESPN but I got like this funky like I don't a uh. S-Station, I remember like, I would have to find it, and they'd always show all these different wrestling shows. And there was also Sports Channel America, too, and then before that was, like, Prime Network. And they would always have these random, like, hour wrestling shows from, like, different areas. Like, we'd get, like, ICW from New York. That was uh, uh, prom- a promotion. And we'd get, like, South Atlantic Pro Wrestling from the Carolinas, which was uh, George Scott, and then... I think Robert Fuller was booking at the time. And it, it kind of changed a little bit. It was used to be like North American Wrestling Alliance. They turned to South Atlantic for wrestling. And, you know, like Steamboat was there for a short bit when they started. And they had, like, a lot of great, like, young guys. Like, I just love, like, I love, like, Chris Chavez which is a Tonka. Mm-hmm. He became a Tonka at WWF. And then I like the uh, the American Bulldogs because they remind me of the British Bulldogs, these stocky buff wrestlers. And I just liked them, and they ended up being, of uh, course, the Pit Bulls in ECW, and then they also had Vince Torelli, who was, you know, as we know, is Ken Shamrock. So I so liked, liked, liked those guys. Plus, you had the Ring Lords there, and all these, like, guys I would be, like, job guys on WCW, but they'd be, like, semi, somewhat pushed on these shows. And I always thought that was pretty cool. So I used to, like, think, like, oh, yeah, you should get this guy. I was more of a WCW kid, right? I, I always, like. I'm always like the big underdog fan, and I always felt like that said he was always the underdog, right? So, yeah. I used to always want them to get like Steve Austin, which they, which I hit on, I and mean, he became into star. So, yay! <laughs> 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 I think he was, pr- I think he was pretty much uh, a given, right? He's, yep. he's going to be a, a a big star. And then Rod Price, which I always thought like rugged Rod Price, always thought was just as talented, but couldn't. I don't think he had the chops. Like he couldn't really like, talk. as well, it was Austin awesome, did, but he had like this great look, and he was pretty good in the ring. And then um he just never really caught anywhere, which was just kind of surprising, you know. And uh Action Jackson, which I tweeted you guys about earlier. Really yeah, that's one that I don't uh, even remember. Yeah, he was like a he was like, you know he started out as like a job guy from Mid South and world class, and then he became uh, he was his best Perry Jackson. <laughs> And then he became a uh, action Jackson, probably based off the movie Action Jackson, nineteen eighty eight, starring Carl movie Carl, movie. Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah, Vanity, check it out Ooh, if you like your eighties. Yeah, well, yeah. If you like your eighties, blow em up, shoot them up style movies, which are awesome because the eighties rules. And um, now he was pretty good. Like hey, he's physical, he's big. He didn't have like this like massive like physique like Lex Luger or anything. Daddy wasn't cut. He was just like a big old school brawly, you know, brawny kind of guy that looked like hit hard. And I uh, just always thought he moved pretty good as a big man. And uh, he was kind of like more of a fixture in Texas. But uh, I always thought like you know, he, you know, I always think like I always wanted Doom to reform. <laughs> like Doom <laughs> after post. Like I love Doom. I love Teddy uh, Teddy Long with Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. And you know when they split up, I was like, oh damn! But you know what they could do? They could put, bring another partner, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Action Jackson was like my pick. <laughs> 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 As a kid, and then I—it's kind of funny. Like I wish—I'm pretty sure I kept all my paperwork. You know, like like I would write this stuff down like constantly. Like I had piles and piles of paper of booking and storylines, and and I know I I know I, somewhere there's a giant. <laughs> like zip up like bag that I got as a a giveaway at a giant game I know I stuffed a bunch of papers and it's probably somewhere in my parents house somewhere in the attic one day I hope to find that you know it'll be fun to look back
0: at my ideas and all that stuff so did you used to rate matches in any way when you were a kid no not at all I didn't even understand so I I didn't
1: didn't realize Five star until like the internet, and this was just like nineteen. When did they get the internet? Ninety six, yeah, ninety five, ninety six, I guess. Uh,
0: I I mean, I didn't know five star, four star, though. I understood the you know the movies, like you know pe- people used to do that in the movies for the movies for you know four stars was the top or whatever. But uh-huh. what, what I used to do is I used to like. Try. I, I tried to create my own system, and guys would get points like for near falls and for like popping the crowd, and for like hitting like big moves. And <laughs> you know, obviously, that's not it, that 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 doesn't really like that. That would actually mean that you know, no no short match could ever really be be that great based on my system. But I the 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 one match that I watched where I was like, okay, I think. This is the greatest match I've ever seen up to this point, and I need to figure out a way for my scoring system to show that. <laughs> and it was uh, it was Sting and Luger versus the Steiner brothers. Oh, yeah. I really?
1: If you look at if you look back at that match, like isn't like the one of the first like high spot matches? Mm-hmm. All it did was mm-hmm. like, basically big move, big move. Yeah, big move it was all like... big moves.
0: I mean, yeah. the Steiner brothers yeah. were kind of like that anyways. Like, you know, Scott had, like, his few different suplexes and, you know, they yeah. were sitting big clotheslines all over the place. But, yeah, that was like, I was like, okay, like, if this system is any good, then this match should, like, be the highest rated match. And, you know, of course, I'm, like, tinkering with it and, like, doing it, like, four different times to see if I could, like, make it the high. But, like, that's how stupid, you know, and silly I was uh, as a wrestling fan back then because you know we we only had like 20 channels <laughs> like there wasn't right, a, there wasn't a lot to do but so so to go back to what you were saying about your you you know you were looking at talent and trying to see who would break through you know all I knew was the way that major league baseball did it right you draft a kid he comes up um He he's like going through the ranks, you know, A ball, double A, triple A, and then he makes the big leagues and he's kind of like, you know, it's it's all there for him to to be a great player. And so I just assumed that, you know, in pro wrestling, it would be the same. So you mentioned Chris Chavez, who became Tatanka. Well, Mm -hmm. from my memory and, you know, I'm not exactly sure if this is correct, but I remember Chavez and Chris Walker coming in right around the same time. Um, and then I, when, when I thought like, oh, wow, like both of these guys, you know, they're, they're being brought up now they're on, you know, now they're with the the big club. And then like, I'd say like a month later, I saw like Chris Walker, uh, I think he was on primetime wrestling on the top rope, misses a dive, somebody ducks and then beats him. And I'm like okay, this is not like, (laughs) this is not like baseball at all, like, what happened, well, why did this guy lose so fast to, like, you know, the Mountie, or whoever it was, I don't even remember, but, um, but yeah, like, that, that, like, I, I was very similar, and, um, I was just, like, I can't believe, like, you know, the great Chris Walker, look, he's so buffed and he's so athletic. (laughs) But then when you, when he actually stood next to guys in WWE in the ring, he actually was kind of small compared to, you know, the, the, the normal guys. Like, like, cause when, when you're watching wrestling and you look at someone like Ted DiBiase, you're like, Oh, like he's sort of a normal sized guy because he's standing next to Hogan and ultimate warrior. But then when he's standing next to, you know, shorter guys, he looks like a giant and so guys who were coming yeah. off of the, the other territories, uh, when they would come in, they would look so much smaller than you than you saw them. Um, okay, I got one more for you before we uh, before we get into the next couple things. We will hit the G1. Okay, can I say something about Chris Chavez, Tatanka, yeah. real quick? Yeah.
1: So when I remember watching Superstars, and they like go into the vignette for Tatanka, I think he was like in front of a fire, and he's doing the Indian call, right, all that stuff? I was so pissed. I was like, dude, how could WCW miss out on that? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was like pissed. I was like, what? And then like, I think like a year later, uh, WCW signs uh, Charlie Norris from yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah big, exactly. Thick. And, you know, the guy that you know, did the Native American game, or he mainly was Native American, I don't know. But, but, like, you know, like, they signed him, and I'm like, this is uh, this is this is your answer. I remember being like upset about that. I'm like, this is W C W for you, missing out again. That's how you, <laughs> you always get frustrated. But go ahead, sorry. So, that, brought, that brought me a memory of that time. Tadaka debuted on uh, WWF TV. The
0: handsome stranger.
1: Oh man, Marcus ba- Alexander Bagwell. That was that was that was a cool moment. Um, for me, because like like I love seeing these guys come up, right? Yeah. And then so I'm watching Clash, and there's like Marcus. You know, she's introducing Marcus Alexander. Missy Hyatt is introducing Marcus Alexander Bagwell. I'm looking at the guy, and I'm like, that guy looks familiar. Like I can't fi- I couldn't figure it out, and like it didn't take me till like after I watched the, the tape over again that it was the Handsome Stranger for Global. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like you know they're calling like a super rookie. and I think like in baseball, Jeff Bagwell was like a super rookie. So yeah. that's where he got like the, the name. Right. So I always thought that was kind of funny. And then, um, uh, but yeah, I, I like Bagwell. I, I thought he was going to be a pretty big star. He's, he never really got to that point, but, um, but I like what they did with him early on, especially as a super rookie. Right. I like what they did. It, it, uh,
0: the other one, uh, sort of the last one is the one that would trip me out is, uh, Seeing, um, gosh, what well, Lightning Kid, right? And then yeah. he, co- he comes yep. on to WWE TV and they don't even have a name for the guy. <laughs> like one night he's Cannonball, like, Cannonball Kid. Yeah, good. right. And so that was a trip because I was like, oh, this guy is so amazing. Like I've never seen someone on US TV like him. Um, I actually, uh, actually, I think Liger and Pillman ha- would have already had matches by then, right? So, may- so maybe, it, maybe, maybe I just hadn't seen it in like a WWF or whatever. But um, what well, was what well, was weird because like he was so
1: skinny, like you didn't think like he had a chance in WWF, right? Yeah. But then like he beat Razor Ramon, and I was like this big shock. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember I was being shocked. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that happened.
0: That
1: was, a, that, was a, that was a that was a cool that was one of the cool things in the cool things in 1993 for sure. Yeah.
0: All right. right. One more sort of wrestling nerd moment that uh, I was listening to, and I think I even mentioned this to you, but I was listening to Bruce Pritchard on the uh, on the Talk is Jericho show. And he was talking about the Friday night main event angle between Hogan and Andre and how he was in Gorilla and he did not realize that um, Dave Heppner had a brother and so I thought about it for a second cuz you know so this is February of 1988. You're you're a little bit younger than me, but I would have been 11. And I knew that that he had a brother. I knew he was in NWA. And so when the angle happened and the two referees were out, I was like, "Oh yeah, like that makes sense, because, you know, I know both of those guys, they're they're twins, and, and thus, like, the whole angle was kind of cool. It's like, you're, oh, yeah, I, I felt a little bit sort of smarter than the average wrestling fan at that point, right? Because I knew who – I knew the two referees. So, anyways, Pritchard is saying that he not only did not know that Dave had a brother, but he was talking to whom he thought was Dave backstage – and it was really Earl. So I immediately called bullshit on it. I, he's, he's 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 completely lying. He had to know. Um, because if I'm 11, I know. He's got to know. He's like in the thick of the business, right? He's like right really early in his WWE run um, coming off of uh, Houston and uh, Mid-South or UWF, I, I guess, by then. And so I just was like, there's no way. Like, And would you agree with me? There's no way he doesn't know that.
1: No, he's just bullshitting. Okay. He's just doing what Bruce Fisher does. He's just bullshit a lot of stories. And I don't know why people eat it up so much, but they do. Because, you know, he's a good talker. and
0: He's entertaining.
1: And he's an entertaining guy, yeah. But he just... That's why I really don't choose to... I mean, I, I know people
0: are like, oh, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, ah. I, I just kind of like... I mean, we, remember people. we tried in the first Long Beach show on the drive back home he, from L.A. We tried. Yeah, <laughs> then we turned it off. But, <laughs>
1: <laughs> rolling my eyes, I can <laughs> handle all the all the lies. That's why I kind of like, that's why I really like Cornette's podcast. Is like he's really, I mean, once you get gets into political stuff, which I just kind of skip over. But I mean, no matter what, I agree with him or not, it's just I just want to hear that right now. I rather watch. I just want to hear stuff about wrestling. And once he gets into the thick of wrestling, it's like it's awesome because he's really honest. He's honest with everything. His career, and he's like that got it two, all, Matches that suck.
0: He's he's got it all written down too, though. Who cornet? Yeah, so he. coming I mean, because he's he's written the books. He's got like all the receipts. He's got yeah. like all the booking sheets and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so you know like that it. it's he's not bullshitting.
1: Yeah, no, no. He, I mean, he's very, very honest. Like he even laughs about some of the houses he drew. You know, on his cards. You know, like <laughs> it's, that's I like, could appreciate that. So so that's why that's, you mean like, you mean yeah, he doesn't Bruce
0: he, you mean he doesn't say that they sold out every building on the tour no 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 he
1: he talks about some of the houses and he just kind of laughs at it and you know well, i guess we shit that one you know <laughs> it like it's just, is just really entertaining so but yeah but so let's, let's talk about houses that are not shitting is uh let's talk about some g1 these shows have been really good very interesting <laughs> it's definitely been a
0: uh interesting g1 this year so uh the g so we where we left off was show 4 and um it was actually a pretty good place to leave off because uh night 5 had a main event with um Okada and Paige. and so when i uh when i woke up that morning uh and and you know i i hadn't i hadn't watched anything yet um i think you had said like okada and page was like really really great and because i was really Mm -hmm. i was looking forward to it because i you know i i I was talking with um i forgot maybe i was talking to you about these guys just like getting their opportunity to uh to have these matches with these like really great guys like you know when is adam page gonna work kazuchika okada again you know not anytime soon uh probably unless it's like on like uh you know uh, a house show that that uh, not a house show, but like a you know, like an all in kind of show, right? Like where they can actually make that mm-hmm. kind of matchup. But in Japan, he's like Adam Page is not a contender for the uh, for the IWGP Championship. So more likely than not, Okada is not going to have a match against Page. But in the G One, we get to see what Adam Page can do when he's with like these really great guys. Same with Tanahashi as well, right? Like so, I was really intrigued by this match and. I th- like I like I said I think you you mentioned like it was really good and then I watched it and the whole time I'm thinking if this match was on WWE TV Hangman Page would be the hottest guy in the business it was that good there was that good of a job of, of of Okada and Page as well but Okada like really made this guy in this match and I, and I was just thinking like man if this was on WWE TV like. It, he's the hottest guy in the business, and you just like you just run with him, like for 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 you know for whatever he gets the next title shot for whatever.
1: Yeah, no, it was a fantastic match. It it, it uh, you know I think I I sent my friend a message and I was like that match was like equivalent to Steam and Flair Clash One in my opinion. Yeah, that's like, a good at comparison. at the end of it. At the end of it, you know, Adam Page was just elevated, and good on Okada for for doing that, for making him, you know, giving him all the stuff to do, and and uh, it was pretty damn amazing. It, it almost ended like halfway through, and I don't know why Page decided to dive out, even though Okada wasn't ready to catch him. <laughs> that was scary. That was a very, very scary spot. Like I, he, I don't know why he, I don't know why he didn't stop and just said, "Screw it, I guess it's not gonna happen." he just went one in days, you know, he's so intense and he's a risk taker, which I wish he'd calm down a little bit on because, you know, he's had such a bright future. And, uh, after it was over, I was thinking like, God, I mean, people in our ROH need to think about maybe putting the child on this guy, you know, like building around him for the future and you know, in the very near future. Then also think about as well, you know, if his contract's coming up in December, I mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Um, I'm hearing a lot of contracts up in December for ROH. Like if I'm WWE, I'm snagging that dude.
0: Yeah, you have, ha- you have dude. to, yeah. he, he fits, he fits so perfectly with what they, with what they really like though. Uh, I wonder how much of that stuff they'd still let him do. Yeah. I mean, I mean,
1: you know, NXT, he'll start there and NXT, they, they let the guys wrestle, you know, the game mm-hmm. time. And they let them do their thing. And, you know, you know they're not really changed. I don't think Ricochet looks like they changed much on Ricochet. You know what I mean? And um, so, so yeah, I think he, I think he do, I think he do extremely well. And uh, good on Adam Page. And, and he, and he also came through as well with Tanahashi. A different match, of course. You know, a little, little slower pace, which I, I like, and I really enjoyed that match as well. So I think, you know, I think uh, the surprise hit out of this is going to be definitely Adam Page and and he's elevated already in my opinion he's definitely elevated for sure
0: yeah you mentioned the Tanahashi match and and it was definitely a different match because Tanahashi slowed it down made sure that it was uh, you know more of the style of match that Tanahashi has had in this G1 which is Mm -hmm. you know work on the leg Tanahashi's doing a lot of selling and you know he's going to make the make the comeback and in, and in this case, uh, definitely, uh, definitely win. Though I, I, I kind of thought that, and maybe this was by design. I kind of thought that they never really, really hit that that peak, and it was only a twelve minute match. But the the thing that I then realized is like, okay, like these guys had been, you know, how many how many shows in a row did they did they work? And yeah. thus, you know, this was the last one before their break. So I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna really critique the fact that that. You know they they went they didn't go fifteen or eighteen minutes or whatever because um, it was still really good and uh, the other thing yeah. that um, I tweeted out it was either I think it was after this match uh, I just tweeted out on on uh, on on the Twitter on the Fight Game blog Twitter uh, I just said you know it's just a privilege to watch Tanahashi Russell like I, we, I yeah, mean, we 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 blew we we blew his praises up like crazy in the last show that we did but you know it just you. you it was the same it's kind of the same feeling i had um in in a sense when um anderson silva was kind of like at his peak but you could tell he was definitely getting older and and the greatness that he he had you know you may not see it uh, very often and i was just like you know what he's such a good fighter that i just want to make sure i watch every fight that he has from here until out and until you know he's done because He's, you know, the, I, I'm gonna miss watching him fight, and I sort of feel the same way about Tanahashi. Now wrestling's a little bit different. Tanahashi is gonna be able to wrestle for many, many, many years after this, but it is an evolution of style, like we talked about in the last show. Uh, as he gets older, you know, he's he's changing and and he's reinventing, and you know, he, he's uh he's he's not the same person or the same wrestler that he was and he will not be that same guy he is today you know in a few years he'll have to adjust again and and change it a a little bit again but i felt the same way i was like man you know i'm gonna watch as many of these matches uh as i can because i'm gonna miss when you know i'm gonna miss this tanahashi when he can no longer do some of these things that he does today
1: yeah i mean like i remember you watched the match before i did and um where you told me like there's a spot where you know, both guys go for kicks, and they both hold a leg, and they both are like, "Okay, you put it down first, the same time, put it at the same time." And you know, that kind of, like, you know, yeah, a, a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They kind of tease it, you know, because they're worried one's going to take advantage of each other, so they don't do it. And then at first, I heard that spot, I'm like, "Oh my god,
0: comedy <laughs> spot!" You know, there's not just well. What about before that a, when 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 uh, Tanahashi threw him the air guitar?
1: Yeah, that was that was. <laughs> ridiculous but uh i think i mean it was funny that Paige broke it quote unquote right like but it would have been funny if like he just threw it and the pages just didn't catch it like what are you talking like what are you doing football? you know what i mean like that, that would make, i thought that would have been, been even cooler and we got a better reaction but like uh the um that spot you're talking about with the the kicks right For when i saw them, I'm like, oh, here we go but like it was done in a way where it just made sense because at the end tanahashi gives it gives Page a big, you know, big right hand, boom, right, you know, like, like, not as a heel or being a jerk, just like, you know, I'm the veteran, I'm not going to fall for your snag, you don't even try it first, I'm going to get you first for you to try to take advantage of me, Yeah, and I thought that was really cool, and uh, that, that's Tom you. he's always thinking, and he always thinks logically out there, and he always, he's, he's awesome, like, I really want, man, if he can just, I would love to see that guy versus, like, I know he can't, it can't happen, honestly, but, like, Imagine him was like Jack Briscoe or something. Gosh, that'd well, be like pro wrestling art right there. I'm telling you.
0: Well, when um, when uh, when I was in the room with him, <laughs> with uh, with Big Dave, and Big Dave asked him who does he want to wrestle, his first his first thing that came out of his mouth was Shawn Michaels.
1: <laughs> yeah, because Shawn Michaels is a great storyteller, and Antonio <laughs> is a great storyteller. Like imagine those guys getting together, and uh, just it'd be pro wrestling art.
0: Well, but we should. We, but we 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 could have told Ta- Ta- Tanahashi that, you know, he would, probably would have been up, upset when we tell him that uh, Michael's already cut his hair because then they they could have had a hair versus hair match.
1: Well, he can. Um, you know, Tanahashi could definitely loan him some extensions, <laughs> which is my favorite thing about the whole. Because you know, you sent me a photo of, of Dave interviewing Tanahashi, and I was like, oh man, it's so cool. Then I show my wife Katrina, who's a hairstylist, and she goes she just said those highlights are, those highlights are horrible and I just Shit. died laughing I'm like this is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time can't <laughs> you can't talk about you can't talk about like
0: that
1: <laughs> it was just funny I just love my wife so
0: much when I talk to wrestling I just because like she just She's just so funny, like in she, her, her own like deadpan way. I just love it. She escapes the world that uh, that we are in when we think about this. Yeah, stuff.
1: exactly. Just like <laughs> it just she like just reminds me I'm a dork. You know, like yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like okay, I go okay. Let me close this door. I'll go back to my dork door <laughs> and you know, talk, to, <laughs> talk to my friends about this goofiness. You know.
0: Um. So, yeah. you know, night night five outside of the Okada Page match. It was it was it was okay. Like it, there there was uh, I thought Evil and Makabe was was pretty fun. Um, no, nothing yeah. else nothing else super outstanding. But in night six, I mean that that was one of the best shows so far. Because and and one of the best shows so far. And and Kenny Omega had a bad match in it, so it tells you sort of uh, sort of how fun oh, yeah. how fun it was. Um, but you had. Zack Sabre Jr. against Sonata. Um and the thing about this match is like, you know, Zack Sabre Jr., he schools everybody in this style of wrestling that he has. And Sonata was basically matching him move for move and then, you know, actually wins the match uh at the end. And Zach was like screaming and cursing and kicking. Like he couldn't believe that he got he got beat, you know, basically by his own style. Like I thought that was that was a a cool thing for for Sonata uh, a really good win for him. Um, did what? Did, what did you think about that match? Because you know, it was only the second match uh, from from uh, of of the singles matches. So you know, they didn't do like they didn't. It wasn't like a lot of time. It wasn't presented as like, oh, this is one of the main events. But it was still like it was just like a really entertaining match and a different like because we were watching wrestling pretty much every night, right? And so you got to do something different, kind of, to hook people. And I thought this was perfect at doing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I love this match, and it was nice to see Zach Saber actually on the defensive than the offensive, and um, it was cool to see Sonata just one up him on everything. And then you're and you're expecting Saber to just, you know, dominate the mat, and that, that's his gimmick, right? He's the he's the master of the mat and submission holds, and like Sonata just had a counter for everything he had. And it was cool to see like Saber being frustrated sometimes, like. I mean, I like Saber a lot. I think he's really, he's really, really good. It's just sometimes like his matches, like he dominates so much, yeah, and he gets out of stuff so much. It, and his matches, for some reason, they give him a, a lot more time than I think he should get because I just think it should be a little shorter. But and it's kind of like just kind of bored after a while. You know what I mean? Like, like I especially like, for example, the his match with Ibushi and. It's actually Ibushi. I thought that like match well, it was really good, but I thought so. I went way too long, and there's some things that just was like, "What are you doing?" But um, but this match here, I just liked seeing him frustrated. I like seeing him like ah oh, and like, huff and puff and just kind of like sh- show that show that frustration. It was just nice to see and it, and it's and also like to see this next step of Sonata. Like the fans now know that he can do this too.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. and
1: I, I'm just i I'm, I'm I'm really hoping. As a fan, um, to see Sonata progress into a singles championship role, either the NEVER title or Intercontinental title, because yeah, I like to. See, I mean, like I said, like I said last show, like I really like this tag team with Evil. They're great. They caught each other well. They could be probably one of the greatest tag teams today. But like, I just think Sonata is wasted in a tag team personally, and uh, so hopefully this would like continue his rise. And like I said, I'm hoping I'm looking forward to that match with Omega down here and G one. So. Uh
0: and uh you know, a lot of people really liked the Yano match against Kotobushi. Now, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I can I can give her give or take Yano. I think he's I think he's really creative and he's really funny. And again, like I just said, he he changes up sort of the style, right? Like you know a mm-hmm. lot of these guys are going to wrestle sort of the same type of match you know a lot of back and forth big move here big move there comeback like it's going to be very very similar i mean it's, and they're going to be really good but Yano's matches are going to be different and so um this one uh a lot a lot of people have been on the Yano train and you know again he's very he's very fun to watch but when it comes to these types of matches y- I guess he's in the perfect spot of, like, he only has to go, you know, 8 to 10 and it's going to be fun versus having to, to do, like, a 15 to 20-minute, like, long match main event style.
1: Yeah, I, I, this was probably the weakest of the Yano matches for me. You know, uh, I thought, uh, I don't know, I just, didn't, just wasn't into this one like I was. With Ishii, which is fantastic, um, and his match with Saber is really good as well. Th- this one, I just wasn't—I didn't like the use of the referee. I didn't like the referee dropping like, being dropped on his head in this like crazy suplex out of like a roll up. <laughs> I just thought that was just stupid, and I just wasn't into this one. That's, I think it's really low, really low on my list actually of all the matches. Um, down there so um, yeah for this, this one I was like okay let's, let's, go, let's go to the next one
0: what do you think about Juice Robinson and the hand because I actually think it enhances his matches uh, he's he's there's this, an immediate story told or that exactly. you can tell yeah. right away because he's got the hand and everybody knows that the hand is, is hurt and, and the guys automatically go after it um, but I really like this match with Naito and Juice Robinson. If I uh where did I rank it on my list? Um I think I have it like ninth out of all the matches so far. Like uh I re- I really liked it. And and, you know, Juice, he doesn't he's having these really good matches, but I didn't even realize he's 0-3 in the tournament. So He's got to get some wins here, but I mean, you know, every everything, the story that they told, Juice's comebacks, he gets the crowd is just amazingly behind him, um, and he's wrestling, you like probably, you know, the most one of the most popular guys uh, in the G1. So, so it had a really fun atmosphere as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, Naito's Naito, and I, he's probably, if you have an MVP, like he's probably in the top. Three for me for MVP so far. Like I think he's been amazing, but yeah, this match was really fun, and I just I can't I really can't get enough of Juice. And I think it all started um, when I again I mentioned this last time when I saw him uh, up up close because you get to see the charisma in a different way, and he's just been he's just been really fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, that match was that match with Manta was really good, and he's uh, you know he hasn't won any matches, but he will coming up here. He might beat and, Kenny. But the, uh yeah, they could tell that story. that's coming up I think this tonight, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's or, it's, yeah, it's next. It's next. because uh, yeah, so, Kenny Kenny is Kenny is undefeated and Juice is winless.
1: Yeah, maybe they, maybe they have a story where like Juice always beats Kenny in G one or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and they could they could tell that story. Um, but yeah, it was it was a, it was another good match. Naito is like you said, Naito Naito is, I think the the complete wrestler. He has it all. And um you know, it was cool to see them hook it up and I think uh I'd like to see that match up in the definitely in their future too. I think uh they had definitely some really 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 good chemistry and it's like I can't believe this, like, this match like this this show's just this, this show is pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. really look at it. even other than the I mean you take away the Tomatonga and Omega Match. I mean, just don't think about that one. But everything else, my gosh.
0: So what? What do you do with this storyline? Because it's it's obvious unless either Fale or Tamatanga go on some like crazy win streak. They both only won one match each. Everything is disqualification. They're giving away matches, Uh, and in this case, that's exactly what they did here. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what? Like, are they? Are are we looking at? Something like Omega and Ibushi, you know, in the final in the final night before the finals and uh, finals of the block. And then Tonga comes in and foils Omega to set up a match uh, in the U.S. like or for for Long Beach again. Like, is that how we're going to get there? Because if you just look at and after this match and ask yourself, do I want to see these guys wrestle again? The answer is probably no but mm-hmm. if you create an angle out of what they've been doing or continue that angle where uh Tonga is just going to be like a th- or the you know that whole the whole side of the bullet club the firing squad is just going to be a thorn in Omega's side to set up a one-on-one match in Long Beach or it's a you know Omega and the Bucks against the Tongans or something like that because if they don't do if they don't create an angle out of the G1, I'm not so sure I want to see them uh, wrestle anytime soon or that I would like necessarily want to pay for it.
1: True. Yeah, I think it's a good question. I'm I'm really curious to know the pulse of like the Japanese crowd, like how they feel about all this stuff with the song, in like are they digging it? Are they going with the flow? I mean they they they, they boo, you know, and Japanese crowds traditionally don't like non-finishes or or disqualifications and stuff like that. So, Screwjaw finishes, so I'm just curious, like, is it turning him off? Are they they into this? And you're right, like, that match with Kenny Omega, like, it just didn't sell me on Tomatonga. And, And, like, he's he's good. He's he's really good. And and when his whole angle was shot at the Cow Palace, I remember I was kind of, like, just confused, like, I wonder why they're going with Tama You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just did it. I was just kind of, like, tripping out on it, and it just didn't. And so this was a match I was looking forward to because I figured I wanted to know what they were going to do, and it was just just craziness. And and it was it's craziness, but not, like, in a good way. Like, it was more like a, just kind of just turned me off of it. And, yeah, they need to do something. Maybe they do come and interfere in the... Ibushi Omega match and set up the Atalanta versus Kenny Omega at, the, at Long Beach and on you know, September 30th and maybe that's maybe that's what that is. I mean, you're right, mean That can happen. But God, can you imagine the crowd being just? I don't know if it could he, I think they'd just be pissed because you know Ibushi versus Omega is one match that I mean, the New Japan crowd really wants to see. You know, yeah. and I, I don't know. That's 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 interesting. I just. I guess their gimmick is to get heat. Is like they don't give they don't care about the traditions of G one. They're just causing chaos, right? That's like their their thing. But I don't know. It's, it's it's getting old, and we have a lot of we have a lot more matches left. In these G ones with those guys, and it's it's already getting
0: old now. I don't know. Maybe again, I need to rethink this. You know? <laughs> and Omega is upset because his star rating streak is is over. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, and the main event. Where do you have Ishi and Goto on your list? Because this Man. was this was nuts. This match was ridiculously good.
1: Like these guys, every time they hook up, it's 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 ridiculous. Like you, you think it's you know you know it's going to be hard hitting. You know it's going to be just a uh, a strike versus power versus big suplex and. I mean, everything I love about, about, about pro wrestling and they wrestle wrestled each other many times. It's always, it's always really good. But this is like, this is like great. I mean, this is, I mean, we're talking about star ratings. I mean, I get five right away, you know, after mm-hmm. I watched it. And then like, it's one of those, and, it's, and I know I know it's five star match because, because it's one that stuck with me the next day, right? And the next day. And I, and I was like, God, I kind of want to watch it again, you know? And so, like, I just put it on, and I was like, "Holy shit, man!" This is... and then, like, Corker Hall is like the perfect crowd for that kind of match because it's so physical, and the chops, and the kicks, and the punches, and you can hear the sounds, and the crowd was just like eating everything up. And so, yeah, like, I kind of like re- I usually don't edit my matches on my list. I kind of just put them there, and I, and I had it slotted a couple of ways down, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. That's 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 the second best match I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Tournament.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So. The B block standings after three nights of the B block. You have uh, Omega with three, with three, so he's got six points. Ishi, Naito, Ibushi, Sonata have four. Zack, Saber Jr. and Goto have two. Uh, we're we're not even halfway through, but do you think that? Uh, do you, do you think the final, or the I guess I would say the three guys who are in the running are Omega, Naito, and Ibushi, or do you think someone else kind of sneaks up in there and, and is, is right in there till the end as well?
1: Mm, I'm guessing maybe, uh, I think Goto's going to start going on a little run because he's been losing a lot. Yeah. So I think he'll probably go on a run. Um, but I think in the end it's definitely going to be a three- Man, race is going to be those three guys you mentioned. So, uh, so yeah, I still I still feel like Ibushi is going to win this B block for sure. I, I just, I'm not changing that that prediction. I'm
0: not changing my prediction at all in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so the the, the, a, the A block is is a, is a little upside down. Uh, JY mm-hmm. did lose to Suzuki, so he lost to Minoru yeah. on uh, on night seven. I, I thought that match similarly kind of really didn't super get going. Um, not that I expected it to be, you know, uh, the main event of the show or anything, but I thought, like, okay, like, they're really building up Jay White, now he's got Suzuki, and the match was good, but it it never went to that next level for me.
1: Yeah, at, yeah, I really liked that match a lot, and it was, it was cool to see, because Jay White's playing, like, this traditional heel, um, runs away a lot, um, he just powders a lot. He uh he uh, begs off a lot. Like you know, you don't really see that much in New Japan. And he's going against one of the top heels in New Japan. But this is a whole different kind of heel. This is a, a an asshole, a shooter who's an asshole who's just smack you and laugh at you. You know. Yeah. And so it was kind of cool to see them them two collide. And on this day, at least. Suzuki really just gave you know, Suzuki's one that came on top, and I like, I, I really like the story they told, and um, he, uh, Jr. did really well in that match, and Suzuki was great as he always is.
0: So, what did you think about um, the Yoshihashi match? Because, you know, out of all the guys in this tournament, um, I, I, I don't know, I, I, you know, I, I, it feels like he's probably the the lowest man on the totem pole. Uh, when it comes to who you expect to, to get wins in this thing. But, you know, he beat Elgin and Elgin uh Elgin had been, you know, he had been two and one at that moment. Uh but, you know, he's I didn't think he was gonna lose all of his matches and I thought the match with um with Elgin was actually pretty good. And they actually, you know, out of all the matches uh in the um on this night for the singles it it was second longest uh Okada and Makabe wow. went 15-10 and uh this match went 14-23 so you know they put these guys in there for a long time and they and they let them go and you know i don't think it was one of the 15 best matches on the show but you know maybe it's in the top 25 as far as uh quality uh and it's kind of fun to see him get that win you know i i think he's he's the perennial underdog for the, for the entire tournament so it was kind of fun to see him get that win
1: yeah, the crowd The would crowd really like Yoshihashi. And they're and they they they're rooting for his ascension up. And they've seen him grow. And you can tell from the crowd, they just really like him. Um, I'm not the biggest Yoshihashi fan. I think he's, he's fine. I think he does his job well. I think he's a good mid-card guy. Um, I just don't ever see him getting to the point where, you know, he's a, you know, even an ever champion. Maybe he will be. He probably won't win that title. but But, like... But right now, I just don't see that in him. I think he's. I think he'd be good in the tag team. Like you put him with put him with the another guy and just have him do a, a nice tag run. Uh, and the match with Elga, I thought, you know, it was good. That's just it's kind of like that. Like I said, like a, like last time on the last show, I was talking about um, Elga's match. It just felt like his match, match with Page, which which was again a really good match, but it also feels like that indie match where mm-hmm. it's like you hit a move. And I'll hit a move. I'll kick out and move, and it's like just it's just just you know. I think it's it's easy to get reactions that way in the crowd. And it worked, when the crowd was into it. So I can't say you know what they did was wrong. Just, yeah, for me, it just seems like I just kind of lose that suspension of disbelief when I watch a match like that because I just it just becomes a video game compared to like Tanahashi and you know, even Tanahashi followed it to the, the the stupid run-in That match was fantastic. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, (laughs) you know, and like, I know Foley gets a penny. I I don't understand why people get on Foley, like, oh, you know, he's up to greatest. Like, he's really good. Like, and I like lean, mean, like lean, mean, (laughs) bad luck Foley. I like, you know, I think he's looking great out there. So I'm a big supporter of bad luck
0: Foley. Well, I mean, he's the the one guy who's kind of like a giant and wrestles like a big man, mm-hmm. you know, and he's, so he's got a kind of, uh, like imagine the big show in this tournament, right? Like he, like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so after, uh, after night seven, the standings in the a block, uh, we talked about Jay white, six points, evil, six points, Tanahashi, mm-hmm. six, Okada, Elgin, Suzuki, Makabe, four, and then Hangman Page, Bad Luck Folly, and Yoshihashi only have uh, two points. So, do you ex- like you know th- they've really been pushing Jay White in this tournament? Do you f- think that he will be in the mix until the end, or do you sense uh, a bit of a losing streak coming up? Like how do they how do they do, do that? Because I think most people expect Tanahashi Nokata to be there, you know, battling yeah. for 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 the uh, for the finals at the end.
1: Yeah, I see. it. I see it just then, to. It's gonna. I think the final night is gonna come down to them to maybe. I wonder if I wonder if Tanahashi actually goes over, or maybe have a situation where like, because who Tanahashi beat and who Okada lost to? Yeah, maybe it goes into like if it's a draw, Tanahashi goes
0: and Okada doesn't. So i just kind of feeling like they're gonna do another 30 minute draw, and mm. that's gonna be the case. What about Suzuki um, and Okada? That's going to be another long match.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a long match. Well, this time it's only 30 minutes. I mean, it's still so long, but... Um, yeah, but I, I wonder if... Hmm, I wonder if... That's interesting. Yeah, I think it's really good match coming the
0: government, man. <laughs> All yeah. right, so... So, uh, like we said, the the show kick... Or the, uh, the night eight kicks back off. Uh tomorrow morning so the main match or the main matches uh are kenny and juice and we talked about juice beating him last year Mm -hmm. koda against Sonata, um ishii against zach naito and Tonga, and goto and yano and then they come back on um on friday with okada yoshihashi tanahashi makabe elgin suzuki uh, Jay White, Bad Luck Fale, and Evil and Page, and that that show in of itself, just based on the matchups, probably not the one that is going to be the uh, one of the best two or three shows. But you know, it's it's a, a round robin tournament. You're going to face guys, you know, uh, that you can yeah. face everybody essentially. And so coming back then yeah. Sunday, Ibushi, uh, and Ishii, Omega and Sonata, uh, Naito, Goto, Juice, Yano, and then Tamatanga, Zack Saber Jr. Then they get a day off, so they will not be wrestling on Sunday. Coming back on Monday, uh Elgin Okada. They had a pretty good match last year from what I remember. Yeah. Um Suzuki and Evil, Yoshihashi against Tanahashi, Jay White against Paige. I think that I think that will be pretty fun. Uh, the young guys going at each other. Two youngest guys in the tournament, right? Um, uh, yeah, I believe so. You're right.
1: Yeah, Paige is really young,
0: right? I think I think I White testing. I think White's the youngest and Page might be second youngest something like that. Yeah, Maybe I got that yeah, flipped
1: around. That should be good. I hope I think it's a little bit of a redemption for them because I think it just they just you know they started off really good in Long Beach. Yeah, they're matched in Long Beach and it kind of just went too long. And yeah, kind of just it just kind of dragged. And I think I think they're going to go out there and, and uh, I think they're going to have a really good match. And now Jay White's really comfortable with the Switchblade gimmick and then page is just he must be on a high right now he must be so confident right now which is which is good
0: yeah like um i remember that match in long beach uh i was pretty much at the end of my uh at the end of my uh comfortableness (laughs) because i was like oh man i'm so tired and now i'm so thirsty and that was the match where i was like okay i watched half of it it's like, I really need to get something to drink. I'm about to, I know the main event's going to go like an hour. So I need to get something to drink now. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, like you said, it was, it was a little long. And so that was the match I used to, to go get something to drink before the main event. Um. So then uh, they, 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 they then take the Tuesday off. So they only, so they go, they go Saturday, then Monday, then Wednesday. So there's a little, there's a little bit of a break there. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, so then they come back. And uh, with Goto Inubushi, Omega, Zack Saber, Naito, Yano, Sonata, Juice, Ishii, Tomatanga, and then hopefully by then uh, you and I will uh, will be recording again. If we if we're in the same rhythm, those are the shows that we should get through. But I mean, if you think about it, one, two, three, four, five. We're we're recapping five shows <laughs> the next time we talk yeah. about this. So a uh, wow, lot. We
1: might need to jump in there on a Monday or Sunday or something like that because we might have to, I think. Yeah. But uh, it's, it, things have been going good. Our our podcast flow has been going good. I know it's been tough because real life gets in the way. But, hey, second night, no heat. Come on. Let's keep it going. <laughs> let roll going. <laughs>
0: I, and, I, I'm, uh, there. I'm uh, there. I'm
1: there. And then um, also, I'd like to say something for you in this podcast. We've got to give some love to Toby Mac- uh we gotta get some McCab. Some get I mean, he's a guy that's you know he's been around longer and he's he's a main eventer like you know two thousand five ish and stuff. Former IWGP champion. Yep. But like this, every G one comes up and, and it just reminds me like man, he's still really damn good. And 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 he's a different pace than a lot of the guys. So I just like I love a guy that can smash mouth, kick him, punch him. I mean, he he does a lot of great moves too. But for the most part, he's like the brawler, right? And I just really enjoy his matches, and I think he's he's he's, he's been doing fantastic. I I I liked his match with the uh, Okada. I thought that was a that was a really really good match. Yeah, it was good. And same with his match with the Ishii as well. I mean, uh, 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 Ishii, sorry, Suzuki uh, too. I thought that was uh, another really good match. So I want to give my love to Bakabe, um, one of my favorites in Japan, and uh, once again, like he's he's doing really good. It's like you you, you almost forget him, like every he hasn't really done much and since since Hamada got an injury. And he just kind of didn't really have much for him to do. And now I hope out of G1, they kind of find something for him.
0: Uh, Kevin Kelly and um, Rocky, they both pronounce his name differently. And I think on this podcast, I've pronounced it both ways. Uh, (laughs) Rocky will say... Macabé, and then kevin kelly will say Macabé, and then they'll go back and forth and i think i did it both ways in like successive sentences so
1: i think it is makabe but I, I just say makabe for some reason and then um <laughs> but anyway he's,
0: he's freaking
1: fantastic and uh i'm looking I, forward to the match on us do you have the match i mean just so many matches now. uh I remember all
0: no him. i don't i don't he was think straight. so i don't think he's had that match yet um, no, cause Tanahashi had Suzuki and then he had Jay and then he had Fale and then cool. he had cool, Paige. Cool. Yeah. He hasn't had that match yet. So, um, so yeah, so, so we'll get, we'll get, we'll get back together, but how does he do that dang knee drop off the top rope still? How does he do it? Yeah. Uh, that seems it like it would, great. you seem like it would just be destroying his knees. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way yeah, that no, he has to it, land.
1: Definitely is going to be, he's definitely going to be feeling that later. He's not feeling it now. Cause that's a big um, dude.
0: That's not a little dude. Love that guy.
1: And I love that knee drop. It's just such an old school, you know, the Atomico, right? The big atomic knee drop. It's just so cool to see. And he has a lot of good stuff. Like his combinations, you know, like his clothesline to the normal light suplex and just, and then, you know, he's like, he's a star there in Japan beyond just wrestling, right? He's on the commercials and game shows and stuff and does weird stuff. So I think he's like a kind of a cult following there. Yeah, his and, gimmick,
0: and, his gimmick is like, he's like this athlete, but he eats all kinds of junk food or something like that. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not weird like that. It's not weird, but, uh...
0: Man, how can I but, get that uh, gig?
1: <laughs> is it junk food or is like fear factor stuff? I don't oh, know. Oh is that
0: what it is? It may be it may be that. Oh I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, whatever Tom, it is. Tommy Dreamer drinking tobacco juice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, let's not end on that. We gotta talk about something else before we can't end it on.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I, I do know I do
0: know what I want to ask you before we get off. We sure. we, we we went to the G one uh but I, I do have like two quick like minute and a half topics for you. Matt Riddle. Yeah. Do you what do you think yeah. about Matt Riddle um it seems like there is a small bidding war uh for the services of one Matt Riddle which is great for him. Um and but you know like most situations, you know, seems like maybe he he'd he'd want to be with WWE. Um what do you think about him as a free agent and uh, his f- sort of his future, whether it's in uh, New Japan or WWE? Uh well, I just, I've, I'm saying right now he's going to WWE. He's going to
1: be in NXT. They're going to introduce some... I'm guessing they're going to introduce him at the uh, takeover. So the no, the no, takeover no. in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That'll I think be, so. That'd be crazy. He's he'd definitely going there, um, and he's going to be. Uh, a star. I mean, at least on the NXT side, you know, uh, who knows what the main roster because I still don't understand why they booked AJ Styles to beat Cian Almas. <sighs> can't believe it. And the same thing, I can't believe Sanity lost this week. I mean, I you know, I didn't watch it, but I saw the result. I'm like, why are they beating these guys so soon? But anyways. on, man, they got, um, they, got,
0: they got to learn how to lose.
1: Yeah, they got to learn to lose and 50-50 and you know, all that <laughs> stuff, I guess. But, uh, nah, no, it's great. And Matt Riddles, is, he's freaking fantastic. Uh, I always, always wanted to book him. I always wanted to bring APW, just never worked out. Um, uh, he's, I mean, you watch that guy and he's like, he's he just lazy. You just kind of, you have to watch him, you know? You have to watch him. And who does not get Matt Riddle, right? Like, and you're going to see Matt Riddle to this. And it, he's such a natural at this. And, you know, you know, Meltzer calls him the modern day. Carrie Von Erich, and it's interesting because you know, I guess, see, you know, like you said, like you know, Hulk Hogan was his first choice, but his second choice was Kerry Von Erich, right? Or I don't know, vice versa, for maybe. Vin, Cary yeah, Von versa was his first choice for
0: Vince, the guys that he wanted. So if he sees, you know, I don't know if he sees that
1: in that Riddle, but uh, it'll be interesting to to see how that goes. So no,
0: I think he's, he's going to do, he's going to do fantastic, he, and he better, be- perfect, he, yeah, you know, he's perfect. He better not, yeah, he, he better awesome. not call him. uh where Where's Matt real from um, I don't know New York or something i guess I don't I know. know but but he just better not give him the like the tornado nickname or anything oh jeez, <laughs> yeah,
1: but he's kinda coming in the right time i mean i i just i mean, my gut feeling says he's gonna be in WWE. like you know like Aleister black's probably going up soon, I would think there's not mm-hmm. really much for him to do in NXT anymore. And I think he's like you know he comes right in right comes in fills that spot you know that's open so I mean I don't know what they're gonna do with NXT because they they need to go to two hours or an hour and a half
0: because they have so much they have so much talent over there it's it's crazy I know they do they've they have so much talent and then um, so segueing uh, NXT is about to have the May Young Classic but then mm-hmm. Stephanie on Raw announced an all women's pay per view in October called evolution and the finals of the may young classic is going to be on that show. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, ronda Rhonda has got to be on it. Charlotte, you know, uh, um, yeah, everyone, everyone, yeah. right. From NXT, uh, they may bring in women, you know, Shane has got to be on it. I know, I know Jessamyn and Marina are like starting at NXT. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I I like the idea. I think it's I think it's great. They because they have the network, you know, they need to do more stuff like this, where they, uh, you know, they they test some things, they try some things, and and with you know this thing is not going to fail. They're not going to let it fail. Um, but I do wonder what type of match you could have that sort of main events, the inaugural, you know, WWE all women's pay per view. Like like because they don't like they have really uh they, they have Ronda and Charlotte um and uh uh whatchamacall um gosh who did Charlotte beat at WrestleMania? Uh Asuka. Asuka and Asuka like like really athletic and, and strong women but they don't really have like that like what's the match? What's the box office match, right? I mean, maybe it's Ronda chasing, you know, one of those titles. But um, I, I do think that, you know, I think they have that Australia pay-per-view a couple weeks before that. Maybe there's a hot angle coming out of that where, you know, it, mm-hmm. makes, it, it really draws you in and you really want to see see something. But, you know, I, th- I think they'll be fine. But I, I, I'm just wondering, like, what's what's the hook for that show? Like, is it going to be like... You know, is this going to be Ronda's uh, WrestleMania 14 where, you know, Austin beats sh- sh- uh, Shawn Michaels? Or, you know, is it going to be um, a setup for maybe WrestleMania or something where, you know, whatever that happens at this show, they really played into like Rumble and Mania. Like, I'm intrigued because well, I would say my worry is, is their booking is not strong right now. So if I'm depending on them to create something super hot uh, I don't have a lot of faith but like what like what what would you do if if you had this pay-per-view knowing that Ronda is your A1, Charlotte and Asuka uh are are right behind her um and you kind of got Shayna in the mix as well with Ronda's friends like what what hook do you think you would try to create for this show to make it something special? Well, I'm going to steal
1: something that you suggested and I'm going to go with what I suggested too. I think you should keep Charlotte, you got to keep Charlotte and Ronda away from each other into WrestleMania. I think, I have a gut feeling the way things are going, it's been building up to this, you know, the announcement sort of the women's Royal Rumble match, the first ever, Yep. the, um, this, you know, all that stuff they always say, the first this, first that, first this, I think they're going to headline ronda versus charlotte at wrestlemania i think that's going to be quote unquote the main event of like multiple main events all right let's be honest they're gonna have like a triple main event but like yeah they might i think they're gonna close the show with ronda and charlotte and i don't think they should they should have any kind of interaction like well they should have an interaction but nothing like physical until you get closer and closer to the wrestlemania or Royal Rumble stuff like that. Like you can do some teases. Like I really want to book this angle. I really want to book Charlotte <laughs> versus Ronda. The build up to WrestleMania. I don't know why. Just I do because there's so many cool stuff that you can do. Um, I think keep it separate. I think you need to do Ronda versus Stephanie at Evolution. You need to shoot another angle where Ronda is. You know, Steve Austin's beating this man, right? Like, it just needs to be that. And yeah, but, I mean, but is
0: Ronda going to have, like, her arm tied behind her back? Or is Stephanie going to have the tongue ringside? That's not the main event.
1: That's not the main event. <laughs> okay. That's not the main event. The main event is what you think you suggested, but I would like this Charlotte versus Trish. Yeah, I really the like that. I was the SmackDown title. I really like and that. And I think that's what they should do. And then you headline with that, and Trish has a a great match with Charlotte and Charlotte beats her and beat the legend like Trish. And that's how you close the show. And You close the show with Charlotte. Clearly they close the show with Ronda. Cause Ronda, you're going to close the show with that WrestleMania. Right. In my opinion, that's what they should happen. Yeah. So, um, I really think they should play. I'm, I'm curious about the booking of SummerSlam. I, I'm sure. <sighs> I'm sure Ronda's going over. Right. I think it's Alexa Bliss. I think she needs a blitzer. She needs to beat her like she beat all, all these girls in MMA, right? She needs to, like, destroy her, destroy Alexis and, like, beat her with the armbar within within seconds.
0: See, and, uh, I, I think that I, should happen, and you think that should mm-hmm. happen, but we'll, know, would I this know, know, fickle I know, I know. WWE fan base boo the crap out of it, and then would it actually turn them on Ronda?
1: I, mean, I don't know. They, people know her reputation of like, beating girls fast with Armbar. I mean, I don't think so. And then what I would do is have Carmella retain over Becky. I would have the next pay-per-view. I would do um, whatever that September pay-per-view is. I would have um, Ronda beat another girl fast, right? But before that, you have Charlotte beat Carmella fast, and like and then after the match is over, you know you have an interview with Charlotte. You know, about her win, welcome back, blah blah. blah. And she kind of makes a little little remark towards Ronda about, you know, I can be people too, right? Or you know, after maybe after the fact,
0: yeah, after Ronda's
1: match, you know, and that's kind of like that's like the first tease of it, right? And then maybe maybe it goes on to the Survivor Series. where We actually do the Four Horsewomen versus the you know, for horsewoman of wrestling or something like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, you kind of build off that. And, um, I mean, I haven't really fleshed it out at that time, but like, but like, I want to, I really want to to book this angle. And, um, it should be a title for title. I think at WrestleMania, the last match on the show, which is, which is a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of responsibility and, you know, but, but fuck it, they can do it. And and uh, you know, I think Ronda Rhonda has proved that she can she can she can come through in these matches and we know we know Charlotte can, so um that's what I want to see at WrestleMania. I think that's a really cool way and then Rhonda, you know, holding
0: both belts up at the end of the night, you know, I think that would be cool. I mean you could argue that at the last WrestleMania, Charlotte's match with Asuka and Rhonda's match in the in the mixed tag. Were the two best matches on the show, or maybe you know the set, the the three way to start the you know you you could throw that one in there too, but you know they both of those matches outperformed you know all of those big main events that they were you know that that they had at the end of the show. So they yeah, you know, I and mean, the mixed tag match was the best match, and also was really part of the real main event, right? Yeah, and that was the
1: hook for WrestleMania this this year. So I think. Yes, I think there's some cool stuff they can do, and and um, I don't know if they're going to do a Royal Rumble. They're going to do a whole other women's Royal Rumble because you can play off play into there. I mean, you could do this. It's just a just a it's a long build. I mean, but it needs to be kicked off. I think it it needs to be teased soon. Yeah, and yep. Charlotte's coming back very very soon. So and and uh, and I think Charlotte blitzing a Carmella makes sense. Um, and, and same thing with Rhonda, just blitzing, you know, Alexa bliss and just, and you kind of have them both on the same, like, you know, it's just easy. It's just, it's old school booking. You have know, one person on the right, is on this side, the other person on the right, is this side and they finally meet, right? Let's
0: i do it. <laughs> so, so you, you, uh, you know, you know, you know, sold my joke that Stephanie should bring the Tongans to, 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 to corner her. But oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I might I might have missed it. What, uh, what she could do is uh, she could bring in your uh, your 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 Twitter buddy, uh, Gabby Garcia, as her second. No. <laughs> 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 yeah,
1: I mean, she could. You can. She can have an enforcer. She can have cyborg. Oh goodness, she, she, she brings said. in
0: cyborg.
1: No, no, this is dumb. I mean, this is. I, mean, I think this is dumb because it doesn't make sense. Like, it, I mean, I said that. Like. It's just one of those wrestling storylines like it's just almost like the Shawn Michael JBL story. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. We're like we're like like Stephanie like like Natty turns on Ronda because Stephanie's like promised her the world, yep. you know. Or that, not. That or that's a,
0: that, so you're saying that Natalia is Stephanie's uh, dude love when when Vince promised uh dude love to the uh, he's gonna get the title over austin yeah i
1: mean you know oh but dude though this would this would definitely make sense like you know like you know tj wilson her natty's husband is a play wd but you know he can be fired and now mm-hmm. he's wrestling more like his passion is coaching or something and now they're holding this up you know over her head like you know that you know that would kill tj if he can't be part of the wrestling business blah 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 you know I don't know, something like that, and maybe that's, and, you know, because Bring, God, a, bring, bring like, a little
0: realism into it. Yeah, like, I don't think like,
1: <laughs> this is a whole nother show. I, I don't think <laughs> uh, I don't think like, I hate storylines where someone just turns on someone, right? Yeah, Like, yeah. especially their friend, they, and all that stuff, like really good friends, like Rhonda and Addie are. Like, there has to be like something that would like make you stab your mother in the back to, you know, to get something. And I think like that would you know? You're gonna choose your friend or you're gonna choose your husband, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I just, I just I'm just playing on stuff. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a whole nother show. So we'll definitely do the Ronda booking of Ronda Rousey booking of WrestleMania uh, coming to Fight Game Blogs.
0: Exactly. Ron- <laughs> or we probably just did it. So. Ronda has jealous eyes for TJ. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> jealous eyes. I will always love that. Uh, all right, I think we showed our uh we opened the show talking about how big of a wrestling nerds we were when we were kids. I think we're still wrestling nerds as adults. Uh but uh yeah, we're we're making it even worse at the end here. Um all right, so so we we'll, I I guess we are saying that we will be back next week. So I guess you can say that's a promise unless there's something urgent that 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 uh ruins our schedule. But yeah, so we'll we'll keep talking G one until this thing is over, and uh, and we'll uh, bring John back, and and maybe he'll have more Charlotte and Rhonda ideas for us. Um, I know
1: I gotta flesh it out.
0: Yeah, we really do. Yeah, don't if, tell my work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you if you if you if you put it on uh, if you put it on paper, and 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 we try, and we get rebuffed by uh, by the observer, then you can post it on my website.
1: Uh, okay yeah no problem fraud. No fraud. <laughs> i'm thinking about sending it in i think i'm going to send it to my channels i have i'm going to send it through maybe a certain someone i knows a certain someone mm-hmm. throw it in there and may never know but uh that's just i just i just i don't know why i'm so into this this, this match maybe because it feels special there's not much that feels yeah, special. It never happened
0: never happened before never
1: happened yeah you're right
0: yeah Alright, so uh for uh for John LaRocca, you can find him on Twitter at LaRocca J L and I'm double G. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out.